There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. I'm in a state. I think we have a new euphemism for a gay man. Go. Which is... Someone who knows how to pair rabbit with Beaujolais. Oh my God! You must be fresh from the fight. <laughs> because let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I did not think was going to happen this morning. This Monday, January thirtieth, the day before Katrina Rogers' goddamn birthday. Okay, so happy birthday, mother! Happy By birthday, mother! By the time this mother. comes out on Wednesday, you will be a year older, and we celebrate you. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. But stepping aside from that, I did not think this morning I'd wake up to Twitter.com with every queer person screaming, sobbing, in a state because of. This zombie show, The Last of Us, which I had heard I had to be watching. It's not a zombie show. Hold on. What is it? Go ahead. Set the scene. And why we're crying. It is based off of the seminal video game, The Last of Us, which has been described as the Citizen Kane of video games. Achieving heights of storytelling. Rosebud. It's giving Rosebud. And it's not a zombie story because these are not zombies. What would you call those girls then running around trying to kill? Infected. Cordyceps, fungally infected freaks, clickers. The fungally challenge. You'll see. You saw some clickers at the end of episode two. You're going to love these clickers. I did not like that at all. And I won't be watching the show only when there's a queer love story at the center that Twitter.com yells at me. I absolutely have to watch. But other than that, it's going to be in. I don't think so, honey. I believe they say. Did, Did you watch this independent of the first two episodes? I had sort of done the cursory skimming of the first two episodes to know what I needed to know. Our guests are like buzzing, giggling on mute. We're going to bring them in in a second. We're going to bring them in in a second. But I have to tell you, watching this third episode of The Last of Us, which starred in very much a bottle episode fashion, and we love a bottle episode. It's actually Rule of Culture number 99. We We love love a bottle bottle episode. episode. So these two actors, Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman, gave us sort of... hmm, a gorgeous, gorgeous tale of these two men living in this dystopian society, and it covers many decades. Gay up. And, yeah, gay up. Gup. 
gay away from her. It was giving gay away from her in what's an iconic reference, Bo, good for you. And I have to say, I've been sobbing all morning. You need to brush up on the Lord. This is truly an important piece of television. It was so beautiful. My confession is that I'm still, you begged me to, I was going to save it for the plane ride for the flight back to New York. And I still have 20 minutes left, but the sad thing has already happened. Oh, I'm sobbing. I'm a mess. And thank God I had the palate cleanser of the show that our two guests are, let's just say on. Let's just say they're on this television program renewed for season three. Congrats to them. The sex lives of college girls. We love to see some shows out there getting renewed. (laughs) Wait. We love when certain shows are getting renewed. Sometimes they don't have to be our own shows. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be our own show that gets renewed to be happy. Sometimes you can be in a state of what the fuck is happening with the show that I'm on. You know what I mean? And to know that other girls out there are getting renewed is beautiful. This show deserves renewal. Do you know what I'm saying? This show is an iconic show that honestly, like, I hope goes 10 seasons because I'm seeing myself in the show. Amen. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, you just heard a voice. We met these two girls (laughs) in Miami, Florida. Of all places. Have to. Honey. Ron DeSantis country of all places. (laughs) And it was truly... Matt, do you agree with this? We were at Miley and Dolly's New Year's party. So fun. Mm-hmm. You had your fucking Marissa Tomei's, your Paris Hilton's, your... There was a lot of your, people there. Scholars. It was, it was, a there was a, The star wattage was... Through the roof. Out of control. But when I saw our guests from across the way, mm. first of all, these two people, I'm like, they're people that I'm like, I'm not going to take a picture with them. I'm not going to take a picture with them. <laughs> I need them to think that we're cool. You wanted to express being cool. I want them to think we're cool. I want to potentially be friends with them even sometime in the near future. I don't want to screw this up. I'm sort of less like that. I'm sort of like ambling over to the bar being like, we're going to say hi. And you're sort of like, no. This reminds me of the iconic time we saw Meredith Marks at the red carpet of the Fire Island premiere. Right. And I left the carpet to go say hello to Meredith Marks. And I said, Bowen, get over here. And you said, I'm too scared. I was too scared. I was too scared to go talk to Meredith. And now you struck up a lifelong friendship with her. I mean, listen, roll out the red carpet for the friendship. You guys hung out at Sundance. Oh, my God. We have to talk about Sundance. You kind of mentioned Sundance. I saw Meredith at Sundance. It's not as exciting as... <laughs> you saw Seth at Sundance. I rallied with Seth Marks at Sundance. Okay. Seth Marks... Can we just say... Seth Marks' favorite film, Fire, Fire Island. Island. He said he laughed, he cried, he was getting down with it. He was, he said it was amazing to sort of get to know the culture. And he was screaming <laughs> in Meredith Marks' boutique in Park City how much he loved Fire Island. And I was receptive. Slay. And I will continue to be receptive. Slay. Wink. And then his hands flicked. <laughs> and his hands the, wrist the wrist broke. Can I just say, though, um, your introduction or your walking up to Renee at Miami is like now one of our friend groups. Like It's our bit. It's our bit. Because what, what you said no. in, your attempt to, <laughs> in your attempt to be. And it was so funny. It was hot. It goes like, no, Renee Rapp, not here. Not right now. <laughs> you said that? Both yeah, said that? that was so fucking funny. Not here. I was, Renee Rapp, not here. Not here. Not right, right now. Not right now. <laughs> And was, and, so and was I wrong? No, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. No, but but the thing was, it had to be right here, right now. And then it was, head. and it was gorgeous because when we told y'all that a scholar was there, we saw you light up. 
because you understood <laughs> what it meant for Escala to be there. No, it was a big night. Huge. And that's sisterhood. Huge night. But we have to introduce formally, okay? Because that's, it's getting too loose. (laughs) Our guests are on the Sex Lives of College Girls. Between them, they share so many credits. Reboot. Jimmy Award winners. Reboot. With Rachel Bloom. Period. Hello. Period. Everything. Hello. These are stars. And they play wealthy girls that are sympathetic and likable. Very hard to pull off. And not for nothing, but (laughs) vocalists. Vocalists. Hear me when I say it vocalists yeah and we're gonna get into we're gonna it. get into it a little something like like if you want to harmonize on three like one two three <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry i just wanted to like get like a Throw it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to yeah. let everyone know what <laughs> yeah. we're like dealing you, with yeah yeah <laughs> so if you didn't know now you know and you must simply welcome our guests today renee Welcome to the arena. These two, Come they, on. they showed up. They're giving like, uh, what? that's how you clap, like, <laughs> without making noise. <laughs> the palm. How are we feeling? The palm. We're feeling amazing today. We are feeling amazing. We're thrilled to be here. We love you both. We're just so. You said you're in Burbussy? We're in Burbussy. We are in Burbussy. Do we like it? Love. We love. We love Burbussy. We're valley girls through and through. We are real valley One thing girls. about us, we love parking. Okay. Oh, yeah. Are you good at it? Oh, we're no. Gr- oh, I am, Renee. Oh, okay. So we sort of have a driver okay. and a passenger here. Early yes, title of that. Yes, 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 yes. I'm actually not allowed to drive. Really? Based allowed. on everybody's like reviews, which I think is <laughs> we kind do. of homophobic. But that being said, yeah. mommy parks well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I valet because yeah. I can't park. It's giving Leighton. <laughs> yeah, it's actually honest. very Leighton of like I don't park. There's a lot of crossover. People <laughs> aren't talking about it enough. <laughs> well, that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> that's what we're here to talk about—the things people don't talk about enough. And Whitney being a good driver, it's also giving Whitney. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's on brand, hundred mm-hmm. percent for sure. The dynamics are all thrown off at the end of season two. I have to say, I mean, we are thrust forward into a show that I mean, honestly, and also congrats on the renewal. That's amazing, and I honestly, the show is a blast to watch. It's so funny. I love like the performance. The very clear closeness between you guys. Like it's really, really fun. Is it fun to do? It must be. I mean, look it, at the two of you glowing. <laughs> We're not stop. Well, consider no. thrust, first of all. Thrust. Yes, hell yeah. It's super fun. We yeah. also just like get to hang out all day, which is ideal. Yeah, it is um nice. Yeah, and we we just have a silly, goofy time. We really do. You hang out in cute outfits. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) costume designer is livid. Sorry, we that was actually just us harmonizing again. That didn't mean anything. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, yeah, that's true. That much is true. (laughs) Did y'all meet on the show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is really special because there is such an energy. I can feel it through the screen. And girls, don't lose that. Don't lose that. Don't lose that. In this town, don't you lose that. <laughs> we have many bits, but I'm realizing they're all very um, visual. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they'll read on the podcast. Do you want podcasts are a visual medium. We've been saying We say it. podcasts are a visual medium. Okay. Okay. So they're kind of giving limp-wristed sort of fist up. <laughs> is that queer girl power? <laughs> I stand with you, sister. A sister. Someone's calling. Someone's calling. Who's calling? Is it Hollywood with another role? It was God. 
It was God. It was God. <laughs> yeah. He said, do you need me? <laughs> I heard you call. He, God is a he. God is he, they. <laughs> Describe the, what, what was the first, because Matt and I remember the first moment. Of our friendship. When we were like, wow. Oh. Like, who is this? Is there an indelible memory for yeah. you two? 100%. 100%. Describe it. Wait. <laughs> two words. Okay. One, One, two, three. three. Hotel room. I was going to say Resi Inn. But I we're see. Talking about but the, the same. same. Okay, the same so thing. there was yeah. a hotel same idea. room same residence idea. inn, and the residence inn is a huge part of culture. I mean, we have all stayed there. <laughs> so when you say residence inn, everyone listening knows exactly. We can see it. We can feel it. We can almost <laughs> taste it. So what's <laughs> happening? Fill in the scene. <laughs> the scene is Renee's like, hey, do you want to come over? Yeah. Do you want to hang out? Yeah. And mind you, I'm a fan, right? I'm a Broadway girl through and through. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Great, let's do it. Getting a call <laughs> from Renee to hang yeah, out. Little did I know that when I was coming over to her hotel room, it was going to be her crying for three hours and telling me every traumatic thing that's ever happened to her. It's so true. Okay. And from that oh point on, my we were God. Trauma bonded. We and, just and that was that was that. Yeah, it really was. Because also, like, we were so we were in this hotel, and this was December 2020. Yeah. And we were actually technically like, wow, we're breaking, breaking protocols by seeing each other. And I was so fucking scared to be here mm-hmm. um, we both moved to la for yeah. the show it was just like anxiety and so it was, it was like a new experience yeah. because yeah. like you guys are you it's like the first like big show for you guys you know what i mean like you're putting sure. it out there in a major yeah. way and like it was going to be a breakthrough and you guys knew it because it's mindy kaling it's like big yeah. budget tbh you know what i mean there's a lot going on it's hbo max like etc right. so that's like all happening yeah yep. and then there was also the, the wow. out of aspect of like covid and mm. those were like oh getting God, canceled yeah. left and right. Shows were not happening. And so we fully believed like we weren't actually even going to make a show yeah. until yeah. we showed up, you know, on day one and they were putting us in costumes. And right. we're like, okay. I guess it is happening. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of variables there. Yeah. Sure. The costumes, which you love. We're, God, we I'm such so obsessed with them. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. If I could knit anything, it would be a two tweed set. Girl, say it again. <laughs> if I could knit anything. Yeah. Come so on. Wait, say it also- again. But in a way, though, in a way, though, if you want to say it again, please do. But I, I but but I would say that in a way, is this sort of a college experience for you guys? Sort of? I mean, this is Renee's like full college experience. This is my. Yeah, college. yeah I'm educated now. I said this to you in Miami. Uh-huh. But Joel Kim Booster, Brandon Scott Jones and I were at the Jimmy Awards that Renee was at. Yeah. That Renee and was it really at? was. Renee, I'm sorry. That, that Renee, Renee, Renee won. Yeah. We have a Jimmy Awards Renee, winner. Yeah. In the that's chat. big. That's big. It, makes, it, it does, it does kind of make you like an instant like celebrity in the world of like Broadway theater, though, wouldn't you say? It is so wild. Yeah. It's so wild. It's a cult. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's a cult. <laughs> it's a cult. But do you draw a straight line from, okay, so here you are, this North Carolinian y- yes. sleigh. Mm, as slay first of all <laughs> a tar heel through and through a tar heel through and through <laughs> you jimmy it up yeah. you sort of jimmy it a then little then you're yeah you, you blink you're mean girls yeah you blink there's covid you blink you're on sex lives you meet Aaliyah. yeah that's amazing it. i believe in the universe i believe in the universe and i think that somewhere along the lines two people were born right mm-hmm. and one of those people was born in yeah. In 1997. Mm-hmm. And the other one of those <laughs> people was born in the year 2000. 
Oh. So you were 2000 and you were 97. Okay, so yeah. basically we're talking to people that are the same age as Titanic and like, what's a 2000 film? Crouching like, Tiger, miss- Hidden Crouching Dragon. Tiger, Crouching Hidden Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's that sort of Titanic, Crouching Tiger <laughs> meeting that we all... What? We right. have that. That's exactly. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, what do you mean? What does that mean? Well, I think it just like really sinks in to the soul oh. for me. Do you want to explain? No. So what year is which that you're talking about? This is Renee. 90 and, and Gen Z of it all. The Gen so, Z. I'm on the cusp. 97. You're cusp. I'm a cusp. I'm a cusp. But you're, but you're giving Z. Oh, it you're depends Z. on who you ask because I thought I was and then some people were like, no, you're not. You're giving millennial. And you, I was like, what? That's bad, but I don't know. No, you're, you're Z, but you're also a grandmother. Becca has corrected us and said, Babe, producer Becca says 96 is, is Gen, Gen Z. Z. Well, I, I mean, I'm Gen Z. I feel the, that way. You're so Gen Z. You just are like best way, grandma. Yeah. But the way Aaliyah was talking to Doug was very Gen Z, being like, look, we, d- we don't have a microphone. We don't have headphones. Like, this is it. And it was, the, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Take me or leave no, me. No, that's actually true. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it that way. But. Oh, no, 100%. No, no. Oh, no. It was inspiring. I- I'm awestruck. Oh, Truly. Oh, thanks. I can teach you. Because wanna... Bowen and I, as millennials, are big apologizers. We're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. You well, know what I mean? To be like... honest, I was before I met Renee. Renee will walk into any room <gasps> and look at like the head exec of HBO and be like, hey, bitch, what's up? And I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> I don't understand. Or she'll just be like, oh, daddy, what's going on? Yeah. And I'm it like, will serve you well. It will serve you very well. It's working it's well for fun. her. It's fun. It's fun. Especially because like, I just like, I don't know, man. I think like, I don't know. See, so even that, even that, you know what I mean? Even that. What is that? I, it's I don't know, man, energy. And I what? could never, and Bowen could never. Bowen no. and I could <laughs> never have, I don't know, man, energy about someone in a position of power. I don't know, man, energy is a front runner for title of app at this point. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, here's the thing. Okay. If you like walk up to like, I don't know who is daddy of HBO. Right. But like whoever is daddy yeah. of HBO, like, okay, you got there and we can get here. Hey girl, like yeah. let's <laughs> playing field. Let's be realistic. What did you do this morning? You woke yeah. up just the same as me. You woke up, sobbed to an episode of zombie television <laughs> that he actually put on the air. Right. Syn- by the way, this is synergy. This yeah. is synergy. Yeah. <laughs> this is network synergy, and we love it. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. So you meet basically trauma bonding in a hotel room. Yes. Yeah. Did you sort of speak the language that Renee was speaking when she was sobbing? Were you ready to receive that? Are you sort of open to that? Astrologically, what's happening here? Oh, that's oh interesting. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a Cancer. I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. So Cancer Capricorn. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, and I am often the like therapist friend. Like I'm often mm, the friend that people sit yeah. down with, and I encourage it. Honestly, I dig. You really I do. Are. I do dig sometimes. But I'm the friend that's like, so tell me, what's? Are you actually happy? Yeah. And then we'll go in. Oh, my God. But you take care of you, right? Well, who's taking care of you? I have started going to pottery, and that has been my new way of taking care of myself. Although my friends would disagree that that's not an actual thing. No, I agree. No, I disagree. Yeah. I think it is an actual thing. Meki, on the other hand, literally, our friend Meki, who is also on College Girls, literally went up to Aaliyah yeah. talking about pottery. And he was like, so what are you running from? He was like, I've, I've seen no. your close friends that you've been in the pottery studio a lot. Do you think you're running from something? <laughs> like, what? No. Drag me, but also, no. you're correct. He was no. right. He was right. It's no, like, no, he's not. I think he's it's not. Like a good form of therapy. Also, I think you take care of yourself super well. Thanks. I actually really do. It's productive and That's creative. Good. You're making something. Yeah. 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 It's great. And I can listen to Lost Cultures as while I do pottery. Oh, no. Stop I, it. It's my favorite thing to you do. Stop that. No, yeah. I'll be in the pottery yeah, studio, like I'll... laughing to myself, and then I realize I'm like, I look 
<laughs> you're like I'm I'm cracking up at the wheel like in more ways than one we are talking to the driver right <laughs> well that's fucking huge okay so you meet because of the show it's an instant fast friendship because of a trauma bond well I feel like Layton's story in terms of her coming out journey is like very deft the way both of you were able to perform that aspect of that time in your life where someone's figuring out an identity and then another person is present as a friend. Yeah. Like light touch, but very powerful. And then for Whitney, it's like, fuck this girl, like got fully fucking like preyed upon or just taken advantage of by this like fucked up dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I like about it is that like, I genuinely feel like we literally just, show up it, that's it um we literally just show up <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just like like take things from like our friendship that could like kind of tie into what we're doing and just like put right. really like our storylines kind of tie into our lives I which i don't know if that's like intentional of the writers being like oh i heard renee say that she had a hard time coming out or she had a whole thing but, then, but yeah. like literally like that feels like uh-huh. when we'll show up and get the table draft and be like oh this is triggering, <laughs> but in the best way and in a way that feels like we have enough space from the trauma to like reenact it in a way yes. that feels, you know what I mean? That feels like it's a light touch enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. that we have a friend there. So like if there's ever a day where yeah. like we're having a tough time, which is very rare because we're in a comedy, it's like not, we're not saving lives. Um, right. But if there's ever a day where like, oh, that was a lot, girl, I can just like look at Renee and mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're both there. So it's fine. I have tough days often. It has nothing to do with the writing. But I have tough days and Mm -hmm. things are there. Yeah, that's fair. The way that everyone supports each other as a unit, like that feels like my unit or it feels like. And the conflicts are also like, I'm never like, oh, that friendship is doomed. I'm like, no, you know what? Like this is working as a unit and they're having a moment. But it did get me to think about like my own college experience. And like, I don't think I have any friends from freshman year. Bo, do you have any friends from freshman year still? Um, like as a 32 year old, I, I have friends from like doing comedy, yeah. obviously, but they uh-huh. were they were upperclassmen. No one from freshman year. No one. Yeah, from really, freshman no year. one from freshman year. So wait, Yaya is completely like the opposite. Yeah, go go. Really? Yes. Well, I went to Michigan for musical theater, so that's just like uh-huh. that there. Yes. There's. <laughs> <laughs> let's just drop that in the Let, and, and, yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's now in, in the ether. Yeah. yeah. So there was only 20 of us in a class mm-hmm. and Michigan at the time where I entered was still very mm-hmm. like an episode of Glee. Like you have the upperclassmen, you have the juniors, like every class yeah. has a role. Mm-hmm. And when you are freshmen, you are nothing. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we yeah. all kind of were like looking to each other like, ooh, <laughs> you know, should right. we be here? Like what's going on? Right. Um, and then we became sophomores together and then we became, ju- you know what I mean? So like we kind of climbed up the ranks of the. Yeah, that's like a totally different experience. I hadn't it's a BFA experience. Totally. Uh, it's very specific and unique. So I have a lot of friends from my freshman year. Well, and one of, <laughs> so like one of our best friends I grew up with doing theater. Oh, in North okay. Carolina. This is a weird, a weird sort of thing that happened. Which where- is how we were technically introduced to each other. Yes. Mm. Okay. Let's yeah. take wow. it. Wow. Right so back. I went to college with a friend of mine who's now my producing partner. His name is Thomas. We were classmates. And then very quickly he was like, oh, I'm not going to be an actor. I'm going to be a producer. Mm-hmm. And I was uh-huh. like, what is that? Um, and so yeah. then we you know, went through the whole thing together and then graduated. And I booked college girls. Renee booked college girls. And 
weirdly, he was like, oh, hey, he told Renee, he was like, oh, hey, my, one of my classmates is going to be in your show. You're going to love her. And then he was staying at my house in uh-huh. L.A. while we were working on the show. And I was like, oh, Renee's going to come over for dinner. And I was like, oh, Renee, my friend Thomas is here. She was like, Thomas Lau? And I was like, yeah. And then the entire night, they just like chatted about high school, like North Carolina theater drama. And I just, oh my God. uh, Which, to be clear, let's talk about a cult. That's a fucking cult. I've never been put through more shit in my life than I was in the Charlotte theater scene and she's speaking out about <laughs> and it now I'm speaking out about it now because justice oh is my god it's crazy is that the tommy tune awards or no no that's no that's not that's not so north carolina so. they're the blooming that's houston but i guess i have questions about like so when you refer to it as this like high octane intense thing like and the, where you have put through a lot like i was always wondering like how a high school like funnels someone even into the Jimmy Awards. Is that because it starts as a really intense atmosphere? Like, and those are like the people that we're seeing at the Jimmy Awards who have been through like a theater boot camp in a way. I think it's all over the place. The reason that Charlotte was so intense for me specifically was the mothers. Literally. Ah, there the were moms. there were yeah, and no, and let's let's fucking get into it. Okay. <laughs> let's get into mom. it. Come on. I was I was a no, I was a junior in high school and we were doing this like musical and I had a friend come to me and say that there were these three girls moms who had a running group chat talking shit about me coming to this school and being in the show. They were threatened. I was like, well, I was like, okay, it's on. Let's go. So basically what happened was I transferred to this musical theater high school because I knew a Broadway actor and an amazing fucking human being, Eva Noblezada, had gone. Oh, oh my God. What yeah. a star. A star, star. Star. Mother, mother. mother. He had gone to this high school. And so I wanted to do the same thing because I didn't want to go to college. And I mm. wanted to live in New York and do music. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then the Jimmies became yeah. a thing. But yeah, theater's crazy. Yeah. The moms, though. Did the moms motivate anything? Is that how they fit into this? Like, I fucking, sometimes moms can be the worst. I wish you could see my face right now because I'm snarling on the the podcast. I wish you could see my face. Like, uh, um, I don't know. (laughs) Can we all just like take a moment? Because I know we all want to get this out. We've all had tough mornings. We need to snarl. And can we all just snarl? Let's just take three seconds to just snarl. Ready? Go. Uh, That did something for me. That felt good, right? I feel better my pulse is racing and i don't know why i feel um, kimberly akimbo better oh my god <laughs> the way it's been theater on theater we had bonnie milligan on last week we have y'all too now they love her incredible Number incredible one. theater moms i don't know if it's that they motivated me i think it's that i was like oh my god not these like 40 plus year old women being mad at a teenager okay bitch fine well, come on because that's also when you get the idea that just because someone is an adult and should know better they don't. And it's like that in the industry. It's like that yes, amongst people. Yes. And it's it's, it's it's actually good and formative when a smart teen can like look around and be like, oh, I had that moment in high school. I'm sure that we all have people. Readers listening are all like the first time you realized that an adult was a fuck up and was, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and yeah, was yeah. you in front of a train. That's a big moment. 100 percent. Because let me fucking tell you, age doesn't mean you're mature. No. Actually, Sometimes you end up being the kid. Yep. We're going to unleash some like real (laughs) trauma right now. So we're going to rein it back in. (laughs) We're pulling it back. This is what both of you are giving right now. I don't know, man. 
It's I don't know, man. Don't know. Through yeah, and through. Energy. I don't know, man. Oh yeah, that's, it's so aspirational. I heard Edda Noman. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my god, who is that? And <laughs> Edda. it's Edda Noman. Edda Noman, who's Edda? <laughs> Edda girl, how are you? Edda Coming babe. to the stage. <laughs> Edda Noman. Wait, okay. So as we sort of transport back in time, I feel it's appropriate to ask the question. Yes, it's appropriate. Are we calling you Yaya? Is that or is that just a you guys' oh, thing? It is a thing that Renee has made a thing. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be perfectly frank. Okay, so we're thank you for giving me a platform. I've never been asked about it. There was no bigger platform. To be clear, there was no consent. And the name there was never consent to use Yaya. No, no for it. me to be named a Teletubby. Yeah, yeah. You've been Aaliyah your whole life. All of a sudden, one day you make this incredible like, friend, and, sh- and you're Yaya, and, and your identity has changed. My identity has shifted. <laughs> Wait, are, Renee, are you the nickname friend? Because that's how I am with this one. Renee's the Matt, Aaliyah's the Bowen. Yeah. It's a yeah. heavy burden, but just so you know, it's a joyful life, Renee. No, it's let joyful me tell life. you, my back, it's like, ah, oh my God. Like, I have to, you know, sometimes I like take <laughs> nicknames from other people, though. You do like, take Yeah, yeah, I actually stole. You stole that one. You I did? did? Yeah, from my best friend from, from the from the sisterhood. That's a real millennial joke. The Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a millennial joke. No, don't worry about it. I loved, don't worry. I loved it. Big fan. Of <laughs> Huge, um, Huge no. fans of the Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> I love the joke. I love the reference. I love the undertones. I took yeah. Yaya, and now I, I you took Yaya. Yeah. There's multiple ones though. Can there's, I bring up the other one? What's the other one? Like, yes. Oh yeah, there's Lil Yeesh, Lil Yeesh, Lil, Lil Yeesh, Lil Yeesh. I like yeah. this better than Yaya. Actually. I say Yaya a lot. You just say Yaya. See, when yeah. you love someone, you can call them anything. That's not like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you love someone, like Bo, Bo into me will be Bobis, Bobisette. Sometimes he'll just be another name like Cheryl or Lauren, and then sometimes he'll be Rita, Trina, Trina, Regina, Trina. Trina. That's just my mom's yeah, name. I'm a fan of Regina. Something I like for Bowen is Colette. I love to refer to Bowen as Colette. That's hot. Yeah. And so there's just many different things you can call someone that you love. We have a friend named Leanne, who's my best friend from college, who we refer to as Vivian. Just because, you know, that. <laughs> oh, my God, Bowen, you <laughs> give Vivian. Vivian, Vivian. is so when we good. Wake up, when we wake up in the mornings, I like some, it depends on like how good we're feeling. Like, mm. I'll usually, like, hit Aaliyah. I'll be like, good morning, my little muffin pussy princess. Yeah. Like, how are you? And I'm you? like, what's up, star girl, baby queen? It says <laughs> so much. Yes, yes. <laughs> it truly communicates so many ideas. It's, like, when, uh, if Matt texts me and goes, hi, Grisha, I'm like, I know what mood he's in. <laughs> Grisha. <I know>. Yes. <laughs> Grisha is, of course, spelled G-R-E-C-I-A. Grisha. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't know yeah. that, but I know that. Yeah. No, you know, let's. I want to like really like compliment you for a second. You do know that, babe. I know that. <laughs> and I don't know why I was scared to, to, to say I knew that. Yeah, um, you've okay. known that. Aaliyah, what was the, and this is, this is a big moment. What was the culture that made you say culture was for you? It is your time to answer the question. Oh my gosh. Okay, there were many things. I'm trying to it down. I, I really have thought about this a lot. Okay, there's two things. Yeah. The first, okay. and these will make sense if you know me. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. is um, 
Extreme Makeover Home Edition move that bus. <laughs> oh my God. People's lives were changed. Lives. Because yeah. people don't say that. Yeah. And that's a rule of culture. That's rule of culture. What bone rule was that again? 56. It was rule of culture number 56. When, when that, that bus, bus moved, moved people's, people's lives, lives were changed. changed. I completely agree. Could not agree more. My life was changed when that bus moved every single time. Every time. And now that's every how Sunday. I see the world. I'm like, oh, there's a problem. Just move that bus. Yeah. <laughs> Just move that bus. Well, if you do the work, you can move the bus. But if you haven't done the work and you move the bus, it's going to be the same image, the same old shabby house. Right. It takes a community. It takes a community <laughs> coming together. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the first thing that... That's <laughs> one. The first thing that I can I'm actually... I'm sick about the that. The second would be... Um, there's a DVD that I was gifted when I was 10, and it was Beyonce's... Uh, the Beyonce Experience Live, her performance on her birthday at what was formerly known as the Staples Center in 2007. Oh. That is like a two hour long, just mm -hmm. full pro shot of her concert. Uh -huh. that's, that's about seven costume changes in. There's a dream girl section. The Jay-Z comes out, Michelle and Kelly come out. Like it just, when I tell you 10 year old me, watch that on a loop, <laughs> maybe once a week. Possibly. I remember this one. Cause this was this was when Dreamgirls was like just the year before and it was like a moment and it was like I remember mm -hmm. she was referring to referring to it at the time as the role of her career. Yes, and she <laughs> it was Jones. her birthday. She turned twenty six. Wow. Can you think about that? She was no. twenty six on that, and that just that made me who I am. I think. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean that 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 thing about Those Beyonce around answers. that era is that when it was truly leveling up and we did not know how many times it would, but oh. that was like. We've been calling her like the greatest entertainer that's alive since bef even before that. Like, like, yeah. like yeah. 2005, 2006, it really started. And then it was like, boom, 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 boom. BJ? BJ. Gets disrespected. It gets disrespected. It does. It does. The new discography, like, kind of makes people think that BJ is not number one. And BJ will always be number one. Which is they very forget about Ring the Alarm. They forget. They forget about Freakum Dress. They forget about They forget about Freakum Dress. Get me body. Get me body. Get me body? Get me body? No. Uh, the long I, version. Yeah, the extended version. Also, the the one extended. on the, um, on the live recorded, like, 2000 and what year was that? 11, I think. Album. Yeah. Okay, anyway. I'm from Houston. Beyonce is, like, my god. So yes, I, I would imagine. Wow. Wow. That's my thing. And I was in Dubai, but I won't go into that. <laughs> I won't speak on that for the record. I was in Dubai. I you you were in Dubai for the performance? I was she in, was in I Dubai. I was in Dubussy, baby. You were in Dubussy Dur During the, the concert? Yes, babe. Yeah. I was there. Changed but you, can, you can't talk about it? No, I mean... It's controversial. What do you mean? I you think she's refusing to talk about it because of the controversial okay, nature. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Here's of the course. Deal. I, I thought we were going to mention all on Lost College. I guess not. I guess okay, even Gen Z gets afraid. I guess I guess you will never walk up to HBO execs and say, I don't know, man. Because you couldn't even walk up to Matt no, and Bowen on Lost College and spill the Debussy tea. No, here's the don't deal. Arms folded. We, I could do it. I could do, do it. it. Go for it. We'd be here all day, babe. Strip away that idea. <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Here's the deal. The f no phones rule. I have a theory about it. Okay. My theory yeah. is that Come on. there was an intentional, the, what they gave you to put your phone in was a zipper pouch, like a pencil pouch that you would use in middle school. Not right. Well, mm -hmm. there was no lock. There was no yonder, no blue, t no, nothing. It was a Ziploc bag that said, Hey, put your phone in there for the show. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're not going to keep your phone. Clear Ziploc bag. It was, it was, it was to get people talking. No, no, it was a fabric. Mm -hmm. 
it was to give me I either oh, fabric. the hotel was like eh, leak it girl better press for us or uh-huh. he herself was oh. like this will be good for the because I'm not doing any renaissance babe like build up the hype for the tour both mm-hmm. both are so true it was a both play. it was a both. play, and honestly, a play. You will not be silenced. So no. I'm really glad that you're taking this opportunity. And that's all I'll say about Thank it. I didn't know there was a no phones rule. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. There was. Yeah. We, they had like a letter in our, in your rooms that said like, yeah. for tonight's VIP performance, like, please put your phones away. And then on the night, you're sitting at like a restaurant. Dubai was the craziest experience of my life and I'll never forget it. It was just weird. Uh, I got put at a table uh, at dinner uh, with Tasha, the bachelorette. Shut the fuck her up mother. right now. Yeah, like they just paired us with two random people and it happened Obsessed. to be Tasha and her mother. <laughs> this who, is so funny. This hotel. It was so wild. This but hotel. Also, imagine, imagine being me in, in center myself really quick. No, imagine being me. I knew you were the mat. <laughs> the, white, the white bisexual speaks. Speak up. Um, so, I was, so I was in Europe and I'm getting like real time updates from oh. Leah and and like every now and again like i would get updates and i was like i i wonder if i should call someone like if this is a call for help but i knew things were okay when i got a video of Aaliyah and Tasha. i was like oh wow she she's in she, she's in good hands life. yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was great yeah. anything i could have ever imagined it was so unbelievably fancy for no reason like you're sitting at yeah. dinner it's me thomas Tasha, and her mother a man walks up and he's like I will escort you to the performance now. And we're like, oh, <gasps> okay. We follow, this, we follow this man through a corridor, down a hall. We're outside. We're inside. We're in an elevator. We're up some stairs. Like, we don't know where we're going. They hand us these, like, blue or pink pins that we mm. put on our lapels and then a little bag. And they say, put your phones away now. Oh. And they walk us over. And we're just sitting there. There's a full stage. Obviously, the phones have come out of the pouch. Like, we're not. Yeah, by pouch. Right, by pouch. The pouch died. Um, pouch didn't make it to the show. My life. Wow. And it was a it was a great performance. It was incredible. It and incredible. I personally am such a fan that there was no renaissance. Like I want to see renaissance when I see renaissance. Yeah. Yes. I, Agreed. I sing, agree. Agree. I want to hear her sing. I care. I want to hear. Forget, yeah. I, like, I want to hear. Thank the you. I want to hear the hit. Thank you. Yeah. She, and she's not going to sing like a queer ass motherfucking album in Dubai. In Dubai. Do you know what I'm she saying? Knew. She knew, she, the knew. she knew the tone. Yeah. Yeah. She knew the she tone. Knew. She knew. She knew the tone. And there's something about just seeing that woman live. <gasps> Truly, you are fucking floating above yourself the entire damn time. How I many was, times oh my have God. you seen her? Or like, what was this in the like grand scheme of like Beyonce yeah. live for you? This was four. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm from Houston, girl. Like her album. Her- yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like how many times I've seen her? No, I know, I know, but oh, I'm but saying uh, the same number album, as her album. Also, <laughs> second to B Day for me, actually. It's See, B-Day. for I, I, for me, it's Beyonce self-titled for, okay. and then I do. I am a Lemonade fan. Like, but it gets hard because the thing is, like, I, I, I love B Day, but you I start think to split it, hairs. it does. It does exist at the bottom for me, not because any disrespect to B Day, but because her other work is so fucking good. Wow. I, that's I that's I'm, that's interesting. That's yeah, that's a take. There's not a disrespectful <laughs> word in what I said. Sorry, you can <laughs> no, look for it with the biggest magnifying glass in America. You're disrespecting B Day. No, I didn't. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring, with access to over six million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with Gift Mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with... Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Okay, before we ask Renee the question, congrats on this tour. Thanks. How has it been? These shows look incredible. And of course, because the songs are stunning. The EP is great. Oh my God. It's been so much fun. I kind of always like have imagined like what like live shows and, and performances and my body of work would look like. But um, actually doing it is a completely different fucking beast because A, I like overheat like really often. And I wasn't really thinking about that. It was like a fashion over comfort like sort of tour for me God, oh was, i see a lot like, of trench coats a lot, lot of, of sweaters coats, yeah and like there was a sweater in boston i know this isn't directly the question but like there's no, no, this, no, is, this, is, this is like specific sh- it's giving having been styled yes and the sweater in boston actually blinded me and then i started choking on it because <laughs> it was it was shedding buzz in the air it was shedding and i actually i was like if i pass out right now that <gasps> kind of a moment 
And so I kept going because <laughs> people would have been like, so concerned, like, "Wow, Renee Rapp, yeah, she like, burns oh so bright." <laughs> Renee Rapp, Renee Rapp, dead on the stage. Is she dead? How is she? Like, it's cause like, of death, yeah. own iconic quote. And this was my moment. Like, I was like, I have to pass out. So I was like, let me keep going. But I also, as brought, a bystander, <laughs> witnessing this happen, yeah, I was concerned. No, well, and then so I brought Aaliyah up on stage with me because I, you know, yes, to a point I saw. I'm like, how much more can I go? Right, and also. Would it be even cuntier if, like, I pass out on stage and you witness my best friend maybe watch me, yes. like, potentially lose my life? Like, you would have cried. I was a pawn. No, I was a pawn in a ploy. It well, I do not. agree that I do agree that <laughs> if I ever start to die, Bowen should be there because they can get it on tape and that can go viral. And the, the other way around. I, I, yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. But, but it also would have been iconic, Renee, had you, like, lost your life there on stage and there's a moment. Of Aaliyah sort of having intense grief, and then she goes over to the mic and just goes, "But don't tell my mom." And, and no, I would have. To be clear, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like and, starts acoustic and stuff, and everyone's sort of like, "Oh my god, wait, wait yeah." Right? But also, I to be clear, I also would have been left on the stage. Like I would, I would want no. to be there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do not remove. Okay, the it's giving the no. Last of Us. Don't call the paramedic. DNR. Do not resuscitate. You're a DNR. Yeah. Not a DNR at 22. That's a DNR. <laughs> like, it's like, I want to be there, you know? Like, put me in a little coma for a Oh, okay. my God. So, anyway, you're slaying the tour. The EP is fucking great. I mean, Colorado is, like, I think maybe my favorite, but then As again, a Coloradan slay Bone came out for my show that I was doing in, in Colorado, and we were uh -huh. spinning Colorado. We really were. <gasps> But what was the culture that made you Renee Rapp say culture was for you? I attribute so much of my personality, my empathy, my lack thereof, my cunt, my um, <laughs> obsessive, everything is about me nature to this specifically as a kid. Two moments for me, they're both going to be Housewives franchise moments. Love and go off. Oh my God. And can I say before you go there, go yeah. off. No, thank you again for giving me the space. Permission to go off. The first big moment, because I, as a kid with anger issues, used to throw a lot of shit. And really? Yeah. Was everybody concerned? Cunty. Sure. Um, <laughs> did anybody fight me back? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So yeah. I'll never forget where I was or how I felt when Teresa Judice took uh, that uh -huh. fucking table. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Powerful. conversation in the rap household. The whole family talking about it. The whole family, because mm -hmm. it was like it was a family affair. <laughs> like yeah. it was such a big moment because I was like. Uh, internally, like young Renee is like, wow, that must have been such a fucking relief. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like you know, the unbridled physicalization of your anger. Aaliyah taught me unbridled. <laughs> I love when I, unbridled, I, no bridle. You learned a word. I, I, learned a word. I love when I hear it now. No bridle, no cat. No bridle, zero bridle. No cat, zero um, bridle. And then the other one is Madam. Okay, can you more? Mm -hmm. okay. Uh huh. And it's the twirl. It's the Gone with the Wind fabulous. Gone with the Wind fabulous. Yeah. It's always going to sit with me like that because, again, these I understand these are both like fighting moments. I don't know what that is saying about me. I don't know what it's not saying. Uh -huh. I think it's more like what's between the lines here. Sure. Um, People were taking their space. Yeah. They were. And hello, I was throwing things. Okay. She said she was Gone with the Wind fabulous. And I was like, you're so 
like ridiculous and also like really anti what you're saying yet yeah is so <laughs> perfect and years later yes she's Kenya. still i think maybe the bar setter for maybe even what it means to be a housewife i would say kenya moore is in the top 10 i agree she really like sure. has fucking and, and i was i wasn't like a super big like kenya person in the beginning mm-hmm. because i was well. very specific like i uh-huh. i'm like an og person like when new people come in i'm like mm. yeah yeah she really ate speaking of new people and you going uh we briefly touched on the Watch What Happens live of it all, where you were sitting next to Mia fucking Thornton herself. I had to give you your props. <laughs> because, and, and I actually, I was, I was on it like two weeks after you with Candace. I know. And I literally, I meant to say on the show, shout out to Renee Rapp, who deserves an Emmy for best guest in a drama. For no, her performance on Watch What Happens live, pretending that she was down with Mia Thornton's antics. Thank you so much, because let me motherfucking tell you, okay? <laughs> Get This is what I'm saying. This is your Dubai moment. This is your Beyonce yeah, in Dubai yeah, moment. Yes, yes, yes. Take the NDA off. The NDA has been removed. Girl, hi. So, Girl, hi. I literally, like, when we were talking about doing Housewives, that was like, or doing Housewives, doing Watch What Happens Live, right? That was like my my dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My whole life. Like, there's, for me, there's like a egatua. And the W is watch what happens yes. live. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's an egout. And so it's an egout. I'm sorry. Take back gout. <laughs> I misspoke. You're right. Egout. <laughs> I really wanted to do it so bad. And they were like, at first, it was supposed to be Candace, Matt. And I was like, fuck it. <gasps> no, I swear to God. I was like, well, that's my bitch. Like, done. Like, also, like, hello, the music industry on her shoulders. Let's be real. Clearly. <laughs> yes. Drive back. Drive back. Boy, I know drive back the bop of the year the record of the year hello and so i was like okay well it's gonna be me and candace amazing and then there was like a change there was a shift a shift, oh. a shift in the fucking schedule and then all of a, sudden, a shift had occurred a shift had occurred i'm yeah. like oh well who is it and they're like it's me a thought and i'm like oh radio silence <laughs> radio silence i think i verbatim said i was like there's no fucking way because, because like i again i'm very uh, I actually didn't say that yet, but I'll bring it up again. Um, I feel like I'm very judgmental, especially the housewives, right? Uh-huh. Well, I that's really, kind of part and parcel. I know. You're meant to be I judged. I really yeah. die and breathe for these women. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't fucking like her on the no. show, to be clear. And so the whole night, I'm like, what am I about to say? Because also, I don't want to disrespect you, like, in a working environment. Like, I'm sure you're right. professional. Yeah, right. I am so... I, right. Ask anybody. One thing they'll tell you about me is I'm... <laughs> Professional. <laughs> and we found that out earlier when you were like, we show up, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there. And also, this is something that I said that actually was so true. And this was like my like recurring thing throughout the night. Like, this is all I said in different fonts. I was like, I love your kids. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're so cute. And you know what? Not You didn't tell a lie. And I, I will say what the one thing, and I, I even said that, I think Bowen, I was texting, I was like, Renee Rapp is sort of slaying at sort of letting us think maybe she's down with Mia because, but I knew intrinsically you can't be because I did. You didn't seem to me like a crazy person. No, (laughs) you don't read that way. Well, also there's like there's like a part on the show where like I was really trying to like be like chill or whatever, and it Mm -hmm. it doesn't cut to my face in this moment. But she said on the show she basically started like body shaming Robin. 
And I got pissed off. Oh, God. I got pissed off. She said something about, like, she was like, well, you know, Robin is built, like, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, yeah. Like a Jesus. linebacker. She, yes. I remember she I said like, this. I was yeah. like, you, you just became scum of the earth to me, bitch. You did. Yeah. You did. She's all became. She's done been. Aaliyah, do you agree with this? Listen, I like peace, personally. Yeah. So Not I'm, me. Not me. This is also makes me the Renee. Because I was on there a week after being like, I was burning Robin's family fun party down. The family valid. fun party, yeah. Valid. I, I like. I understand you. It was just so mean. I was like, that's just like ah, that was just so fucked up. Valid. It was fucked yeah, up, and it was totally. also fucked up in my presence. I was like, mm. yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. That's- and you know what? They probably they probably knew they were looking in the control room and they were like, oh, that pissed Renee off. Don't yeah. cut to Renee. Well, I'm also like, it also like tea. Like it would have been funnier if you cut to me. I think, but. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're looking for comedy. I'm no editor. (laughs) She's got the reactions. These are all great answers from both of you. I feel like there is an interesting moment Mm -hmm. with these housewives moments being sort of anger centered. (laughs) Can I ask what your relationship with anger is now? Yeah. No, thank you for the question. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I. It's important because because I'll I'll go I'll go. I was kind of I have like some anger shit for sure. For sure. There are shouting matches with the family that would make your head spin. I get that. All three of you. I get that. Like truly, like I and I kind of don't recognize myself, and I get. And Matt's seen me in like in you know the veneer crack, but like it's really taken a lot of work to like fully move past i think i am mostly like beyond it i don't know i can't like fully say that for myself but um i'm curious about people who identify as having been angry maybe in the past and like how they have maybe progressed from that yeah if they they want if they would like i'm in the thick of it i think so like (laughs) yeah by choice that's that's great that's great but yes um it's shifted from the things that i get angry about right like when i was a kid i Uh was really 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 frustrated and i like was struggling a lot mentally right and so like i just have different areas of where my anger goes now my anger used to come like internally and then go externally now I get angry. This is also why Leah and I are so good together. The story of it all is going to be one of two things. One. Okay. If you disrespect someone I love or you disrespect me, or you think that you have any sort of agency over my friend space or my space, you will, you will fucking hear about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what yeah. space I'm in. I don't care. Be it professional, be it familial. I don't, I do not care. I love it. I love it. I don't like, I don't like the sort of like, Ooh, let's like keep it, you know, kosher here. Nope. That's not working for me. So that's the one way. And Aaliyah usually is, even if it's like, even if it's something that has happened like to you or to like one of our friends, I'm like, Aaliyah's like, okay. Okay. Like mother will center me and bring me back down. Yeah. Now the B side of this, Aaliyah and I like to go out. Yeah. We like to go out. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> when Aliyah and I go out, we, we do, fight anyone. We get in fights. We fight <laughs> anyone. I'm talking, I'm talking a range, right? What let's, fights? Let's, yeah. Let's go the range. Okay. There was an old woman at a theater. Oh, she had it coming. She was a Chicago style. She yeah. had it coming. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was old. Chicago style. This just happened to me at Kimberly Akimbo. Really? Kimberly Akimbo, the woman in front of me, turned around. Me and my friend Patrick were laughing. 
because it was a funny fucking at show. A comedy. At, a, at, a comedy. A, at a musical comedy show, God for fucking bid. And she turns around and scolds us. And I honestly had to like, it, it was a moment where I was like, Look, I understand there's like the respect your elders of it all, but like no, this not. is this is not tenable. This is not gonna be tenable. No, in no world. You're ageist, that, Renee. That Renee is why you're, I you're ageist. No, yes. I'm yeah. very publicly ageist. <laughs> I, I don't I don't fuck with people yes. like respect your elders. In incorrect. You me neither. Any sort of thing surrounding me, you're done. So it ranges from that. It's the moms. It's the moms. It's, it's the moms. moms. Go ahead. It all comes That's what it is. Wow. wow. Bowen just became mother in that yeah. moment with that therapy. <laughs> no, when, no, I'm sorry. Bowen was so mothering no. there. I, she no, was so mother I'm that, sorry. I, didn't mean to, I did not mean to cut you off. Because these mothers didn't have it like you have it, Bowen. <laughs> no one's ever made that connection until right now. So what the fuck? It's because Bowen oh is one God. of the smartest women in America. That's so true. What? Sharice? Grisha? Grisha. Sharice. I do like Sharice for you, Bowen. Like, me texting you as if you're Sharice Jackson Jordan herself. Oh, oh my God. Wait, Sharice? Where are we going tonight? Sharice is good. Sharice, I couldn't remember. Sharice. And you said? What was it? Trina. Chartreuse. Oh, I love chartreuse for you, Bow. It could be anything. Cardamom. Cardamom. Sharna. Sharna. Cardamom. Oh, that's beautiful. Sharna. <laughs> Wait, so, so the range is, there, okay, there was an old woman. Yeah. Yeah, she was just, honestly, she just probably, racist. Yeah, she was just racist. Really? Yeah. And then yeah. it's just the girls at the club. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. It's yeah. just the girls at the club that sometimes I don't have the patience for. That man in Taco Bell in New York. Oh, right. Sometimes yeah. you can kind of, sometimes. That's the club now? Well, <laughs> okay. You know, talk about Cantina, the one in, in uh, New York. 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah, oh, we know all about it. 50th. I see. I see. Um, I see. The one where you can get a cocky, as Marisol would say. Oh, sure. A cocky. You know, like a oh, cocktail. What do you, you guys, guys are watching, watching Miami? Miami? You, you guys need to watch Real Houses oh, Miami. I don't want to talk to either of you anymore. Wait, guys, I, so genuinely, sorry. I don't think I can say. I don't like that. Cocky? <laughs> you can't say cock. She can't even look at them. She can't go oh near them. Oh my God. <laughs> In my no cock era. <laughs> if you're bi and you say cock, Ew. you're not bi. No, you're not bi. I actually, bi people don't say cock. You're so right. Thank you for bringing that up. I want to come out right now. I want to come out publicly. I want to come out <laughs> as straight. As straight. Uh, no! For, because you say cock. Oh, damn <laughs> it. Yeah. I know. We had a good thing there going. Great. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. She went back. I'm sorry. I think it's just going to be I'm that sorry. With, with zero cock, please. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make that work. <laughs> straight with no cock. Straight with no cock. <laughs> straight, with okay. no cock. straight with no cock. <laughs> straight with no cock, please. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> okay, wait. So you two like to go out. So then to bring this full circle, you throw hands for each other. You throw hands for each other, which I respect. I I would oh, fight yeah. for Matt. I literally like I I. There's some guys in Bowen's life who, if they ever, <laughs> if they ever act the way they've acted in the past, they're gonna see <laughs> Long Island pop all the way out. And when I say Long Island pop all the way out, I mean real mouthy. And then when it's about to get physical, I back off. But um, <laughs> I'm like the opposite. You're just like immediately physical. Oh my god, Nikki! I forgot about Nikki. Well, you have time. It'll it'll come. Your chance will come. Uh, That's gonna be her. I don't think so. Huh? Oh <laughs> shit! Some girl named oh, Nikki. Damn. Oh, oh, Nikki in Miami. What went okay. down in Miami? Tell us. Yeah. This was not even. <laughs> we weren't out. We weren't. Uh, we were getting a car. We were getting a rental car, mind you. Okay. At the Hertz. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were at the hearth. Yeah, yeah. I want to. As you do, Nikki, Nikki, if you're listening, babe, <laughs> fucking tune in because we're still talking about it. And I hope you had a happy fucking New Year. So Nikki at the Miami Hurts. Something. We, one thing we've done on this podcast many times is name people and their place of work. Yeah, and we have gotten trouble for it. So just. So Nikki at the Miami Hurts. How could she improve? No, they deserve this. Well, there was an altercation that went on. There were quite a few altercations. And we took different yeah. approaches. We took different Here's our tactic as actors. Yeah, okay, okay. When one tactic doesn't work, you choose another. Of course. Sort right? of good cop, yes. bad cop. Yes, yes and you've got to keep it going. Yes, and. So Nikki had a problem with the car we decided to drive often. She said, you can't take that one. We said, hmm. why? Hmm. And she didn't really have a reason. Nikki, why it. though? Nikki, she, why? Had no she had no real reason. She was just like, um, that's not one that you can take. I said, that's not going to work for me, girl. We're already in the car. Right. We're already pull- we're trying to pull out. We're at the, the gate. You know, right. all she's got to do is press the button, lift the lever and we're on our merry way. Right. She decides- enact the pull out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She decides to halt traffic. There's a line building up behind us. She said, I've got to call my supervisor. You can't take the car. We decide in that moment, literally with our oh. friends, we decide let's employ every every pull every trick out of the bag because also I feel like most times like I go from zero to ten so quickly and I was like I'm trying to be like a bit mature like I'm on a trip with my friends right now like so I was like let me like chill uh-huh. until y'all are ready for me to go mm-hmm. and now you go. that was yeah. the verbiage that was used Renee was in the back seat I was in the front seat our friend right. Thomas was he's a producer he was negotiating right like he was giving her well you know I have the, the, the receipt right here like I've already paid for the car <laughs> just he was giving that I decide <clears throat> my tactic is going to be tears. Tears. I'm going to give you a cry. Ooh, I'm going to give okay. you like this. So, mind you, this is going on like 15 minutes. At, you know, it's like a long yeah. time. She's directed traffic around us because she wants us to get out of this car. Nikki. Our, all of our luggage is in the car. We are in the car. So I decide I'm going to give you so stressed out. Like, I just can't handle conflict. Like, whatever. Renee in the backseat goes, just let me know when y'all want me to go and I'll go. <laughs> That's oh. all that was said. And I look at her. As Nikki has walked off to get her manager. And I was like, all right, Renee, go. In that moment, Renee, she's impulsive, but she's smart. She throws a hood over her head. She's like, I'm incognito. I was like, I was like, Demois will not get me here. No, not today. Not in Miami at the Hertz. No. It's never going to be like, hey, Demois, saw Renee rap at the Hertz. Absolutely (laughs) acting violence. Anon, please. Anon, please. Anon, please. Anon, please. And it was just that Renee hops out of the car, and I think within <laughs> three, se- like hops out of the car within three seconds. All I remember was Nikki saying, "Whoa, why are you pulling up on me?" And Renee said, "I'm not pulling up on you, bitch." And then I, I, my I, my vision went black. I immediately was in crisis mode. I thought for sure punches would be thrown. I Nikki hid, she and then we got out. Jesus. So this is what happened. Nikki, N- Nikki hid. She ran into she the bench. I said. <laughs> Why are you in there, babe? Someone else. And outside going, okay, you want to be in there? It got really heated. And you got, got out of the parking lot. Was everything copacetic paperwork-wise? And we got the car. We got the car, and then we went to Disney World. Let's oh go! Oh my God, a happy yeah. ending. A literal happy ending at the happiest place on Earth. What was the favorite ride at Disney World? Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Bitch, the way yeah. I just did it. Oh my God, Oh my 
my God, the Guardians. It used to be Avatar, but she's she's not hitting the way she used to. I know. Now it's Guardians. It's because now the Guardians Cosmic Rewind is there. And so how can you go do that and then go to Avatar and like it hit the same? It will it will hit so Bowen has not been down to to go to Epcot to go do the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, but we have had a very sort of cathartic experience on a metric ton of edibles on Avatar Flight of Passage. Absolutely. Me and sober. Wrong. Okay. When I first went. It's like right when they had first opened it, me and my friend Dylan oh, from Mulvaney, right. who you need to meet and will love. Oh, she, yeah. Oh, Dylan. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. She She's and I iconic. decided to wake up at the ass crack of dawn, wait outside the gate, take like two full, like 10 milligram edibles and wait in yes. the line. At this point, we were just like girls waiting in lines, you know, like we used to do. Um, and yeah. we were in that line for like three hours. High as hell. Never yep. been higher in my life. Yeah. That ride was everything. It everything. Did you cry? I cried. I did cry. I did cry. I have a video yeah. of us getting off afterwards. And we're like, it was, I mean- <laughs> our manager, Olivia, cried. It was so pretty. That moment where you sit in the cave. What? And it's quiet. Let's think about that. In Avatar? Okay. In you Avatar see- Flight of Passage, yeah. John, you get in the cave. <laughs> there's a moment where they you pull up into the cave and you sort of sit in the cave, and there's just a moment where you're <laughs> on a Disney ride that's supposed to like do things, but you're just really fr- quite frankly, just sitting in a cave. But you pulled up in the cave, and then you see Renee wrapping a hood going, I didn't, I'm not pulling up on you, bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was the height of the ride that was missing. Renee yeah. screaming, I'm not pulling yeah. up on you, bitch. <laughs> Nikki hid in the cave. <laughs> Nikki hid in the cave. Oh, man. Nikki is not. Nikki, why, though? I need to understand why, though. Nikki, Nikki. why, though? Why did like you have say. to become a villain on Lost Coach? It's way worse than death. <laughs> what did you have? What do you have to say? What do you have to say, Aaliyah? Say that hurt people hurt people. And Nikki, so uh, true. She was having a bad day, and she, she projected. She's in pain. I have, I have empathy now. We've Same. had some space. I actually was likely projecting something. You were. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. 
comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. I'm going to say this has been a long January. Yeah, I've had enough. We've really definitely been jerked out of 2022 into 2023. There's been a lot going on. And it, when it comes to venting frustrations, yeah. we've actually come to the right place because we have a segment for that. And we have arrived at the time where it's time to expel demons in one minute fashion. Bo, I don't think so, honey. How would you describe it? I can't do a better job than you just did. It is a true exorcism. Your head is spinning. You are croaking in a vocal fry, calling your mother the worst things you can possibly call someone. Well, while a priest is, you know, screaming. Well, you're really you're going with the exorcist thing. Well, I heard you say expel demons. And I was like, yes, Linda Blair, more like Linda Fag. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) listen. That's Bo and Linda Fag. Um, oh, that's me. I have something. I have something. Okay. This is Matt Rogers's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. How the fuck am I supposed to eat mushrooms now after watching The Last of Us? Because everyone's oh, head no. becomes a fucking mushroom. And let me tell you something. As someone who enjoys a sauteed mushroom with a steak dinner, I love mushrooms. And now every time I'm trying to eat a mushroom of the food varietal, not consuming of the drug varietal. I'll be looking at, mm-hmm. at down on my plate and I'll be seeing ushy, gushy zombie villains from The Last of Us. Also, The Last no. of Us in general, I don't think so, honey, that now to be part of the not only cultural conversation, I have to watch this zombie show that is scary, but now to be part of queer discussion and discourse, I have to watch this? I'm scared. I don't think so, honey. Me ever not being scared of a TV show. I'm watching Sex Lives of College Girls. I'm doing jump scares. Honey, sometimes one of these guys will come out, one of these college kids with the body of a 32-year-old man in West Hollywood, and I'll be saying, I'll be spooked. She's fucking her neighbor in the one. I'm like, excuse me, that is a Sean Cordy porn store, not anyone at this Ivy League college. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. The Thetas are all in West Hollywood. They're all living in West Hollywood, fucking each other. They look like Marvel superheroes, and you know they're all from WeHo. They all be fucking each other. And I want to see that show, too. Yeah. Also, yeah, you rose awareness for something very specific there. (laughs) That that all... All the men at this college look like they're 50. They're 50. They're 50. 50. She gives a 5-0. They're 50. But that's that's also important when you're doing a high school or college show, I think, too, is it's like in order for everyone to like really fuck, you got to cast (laughs) 32-year-olds. Or else what? This is one of the most sexless times in media, and thank God for college <laughs> girls for being out there showing fucking. It's as horny as I was. I used to have to leave class to go jack off 
when I was in college. When I was a freshman in college, I'd be in physical pain not from being anymore. so horny. No, not anymore, honey. Now the kids are yanking it in lecture hall. Right in front of the teacher. Yank and crank. What? Oh, what, what did your friend, friend do? What? Uh-oh. There's, there's, <laughs> oh, there's, whispering there's, there's girlish ears. whispering was, in each other's ears. I have to run it by mommy. As the PR person. Okay, okay. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, my God. In every best friendship, there's one that's PR. And th- and they say, can we release this information? I think you're a PR. This is totally fine. I also like I look up to these sorts of people. Like I, it's like a um, it's like an idolizing thing. Our friends um fucked under the Eiffel Tower. Fucked under the Eiffel That's Tower. That's amazing. Yeah, That's I tell incredible. everybody that all the time. Like their secret At is night? not safe with me. Yeah. Wow. It's so big. Like that's Hot. one of the biggest tourist destinations in the world. People come from far and wide to simply look at that and to fuck right underneath it is an IDGAF energy that is okay. really aspirational. It's, it's I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know, I don't man, know man. man. Let me guess they're hot. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I can't really eat mushrooms anymore. Mm. Um, mm. So that's my I don't think so, honey. Bowen, do you have sort of one? I have one. I wonder if it'll resonate. I, it might just be specific oh. to me. See, I don't like to we'll hear that see. insecurity. And the next time that comes okay. up, I want you to think like, why, why do I have to voice that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Bowen Young's I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Replying with the hard eyes emoji and nothing else. What does it mean anymore? It's lost its meaning. If I'm getting a hard eye emoji response to my stories, I can't tell if you're into it, Mm -mm. if you're into me, Mm -mm. if you're trying to fuck, if you're just being nice. It means nothing anymore. The meaning has collapsed. I don't know what's being communicated anymore. When it's the, If these are the modern hieroglyphs, then this one is fucking Anubis. Okay? 30 seconds. Because I'm going, who is that? I don't know her. I don't know that one. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm feeling about the hard eyes emoji now. Whenever If you send me a hard eyes emoji, I'll go, that's Anubis to me. 15. I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. It's, you know exactly who Anubis is. I need us all to agree as a culture what Hi. hard eyes emoji means, regardless of context. I need it right now, personally, to mean let's have sex. And that's one minute. I'm going to tell you what the emojis mean in response to stories. And girls, let me know if you agree. Okay. Hard eyes emoji means I love this. I think it's so cute what you're doing. Like, I'm in supportive in a positive way. I'm here. Fire emoji, flame emoji means I'm trying to fuck. fuck. Or if someone just says something. I've had good friends do fire emoji and I'm going, I don't, the lines are being blurred. Then you need to respond to them and say, hey, listen, unless you're trying to fuck me, find a different emoji, hun. Because when you flame my story, to me, it means it's on. To be honest, like, I feel like, I'm like, do I just mess with like aggressive people? Because I don't really get emojis, nor do I send. Like, it's more like, let's do it. (laughs) Where are you? Where are you? Let's yeah. do it now. Do you use punctuation? No, but I'm talking like I'm talking like people I don't know. Like uh, these aren't. Like, I'm an emoji sender in a very like sarcastic way. Like yeah, I send like a will. sad face, like the hand up all the time. Like, it's, like <laughs> I do think emojis are sort of the funniest thing. But wait, are, are you guys like this? Is just to sidestep. I don't think so. Any for a second, and I wonder, are you guys like people who sort of get flirty in the DMs, or are you sort of past that? Now, one thing about Renee Rapp, that is what her DMs are for. The DMs yeah, are open. That is, yeah. Also, that, like, that's what my public platform is for. I've really just, like, 
I don't, I'm a flirtatious person, I think. Yeah. Like, I flirt with yeah. you publicly. I've done it for years. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Flirts be Ooh, flirting. That's sweet. Flirts be flirting. And Renee, every now and then, you, I see you post some some DM screenshots. You seem to return an unhinged fan DM with the proper fervor and enthusiasm. And I really respect this. I love to chat. I love to chat because like even sometimes like if somebody says something like mean, I want to go back. Yeah. I want to go back. Right. Like, yeah. Let's talk about I it. Think you're fucking stupid. I'm like, okay. And you actually look like trash. So what? I don't know. I love a conversation. Also, like, I think my grandma has inspired me. She loves to talk to people on the internet, bro. Like she's obsessed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to do the thing of like um, when someone was nasty to me in a message or a DM or, or, or whatever, I would respond and be like, hey, I saw this and I could tell you didn't think I would respond. Now that I have, can you explain why you did this? And oh, they literally and they always back down and they always, always back are down. like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Like, sorry, I'm a fan, like, etc. And I'll be like, oh, interesting. But it's never no one has ever doubled down. Ever. No, uh, I've also like done it to someone like a couple years ago. There was an episode of The Bachelor. Oh, it was Claire's season. I don't know if mm. anybody watches The Bachelor, but long story short, there was a super, super, super fucking misogynistic guy. Mm. And I like fully, by the way, I mean, like this was like probably 2020. Like I, I was a public person at this point. <laughs> and I go, I go into his things. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I'm like, you don't deserve shit. Blah, blah, blah. And he responded and I was like, and you. <laughs> so you double down. Yeah, I've been on both sides. Mm. Joni Mitchell. Respect. You've been on both sides now. You asked me what that was. Oh, <laughs> and that's... <laughs> see, the, and, and, that, and that's my cusp. And that, that's I was cusp. literally just going to say, and that's what makes you cusp. Yeah. And yeah. it also just shows that we wow. need that song to come back in the cultural conversation in some way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, so Aaliyah, I think it might be time for your I Don't Think So Honey. Oh, God. I don't know if I can do it, but let's you do can. it. You're yes, so you can. Yes, you can. And you okay, know you okay. can. Okay. Okay, okay. This is Aaliyah Chanel Scott's I Don't Think So, Honey. Her time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey, Wicked losing the 2004 Tony Awards for best. Oh, yeah. And you know they lost two. I Don't Think So, Honey. They lost to Avenue Q. Avenue Q. The so racist true. puppet musical <laughs> that had white people in the theater running around singing, <laughs> everybody's a little bit racist, as in jest, in fun. Gave them full permission mm-hmm. to look me in my eye mm-hmm. and say, what say that. Avenue Q said. I said, who wrote Avenue Q, baby? Although I do love 30 Avenue seconds. Q. 30 seconds. Uh, white men with their freaking Anne Herodas character and, and Gary Coleman character uh, over Wicked. Mm-hmm. The musical of the, the century, like Wicked. Yeah. We're, we're talking a story that actually, truthfully, say it. is about racism. Say is it. About a girl yes, overcoming your skin right. color. Mm-hmm. We're talking about female friendship, love. We're talking about five seconds. Journey. And you're going to tell me that the silly racist puppet musical is better. Yeah. I think we should go back and write that wrong as a community, as a people in the, in the theater. I think we need to fix that. Thank you. That was brilliant. First of all, that's that was one really minute. Great. Oh my yeah. God. I can't, we have not talked about this really. We need on the to. Everyone I needs know. to be speaking about it. They you know like, what? Yes. Like best musical. Yes. Tony. 
That's fucking crazy. It is a piece of history that needs correcting. Oh, I think we can change this. If we can get a petition going, if we can rally enough people, Renee. Let's do it. Yes. Take the Tony away from Avenue yeah. 2. Let's do it. It really is so crazy. And the thing is, like, you have to think maybe it's because they they could not have known that Wicked would have the impact that it would have going forward. Because had they, they would have been like, oh, yeah, we're obviously going to celebrate this revolutionary, iconic thing that is, like, changing the culture. I mean, I remember being in high school and, like, all my girlfriends in high school were, like, listening to that in their cars on the way to and fro school. It was a culture shaker. Right. Yeah. My only thing, and I love Adina, my only mm-hmm. thing, the only reason I can think is that it was a hard sing eight times a week. And in truth, it wore her out. And maybe that. For the rest of her life. The rest of her life. It was. Renee is screaming. And maybe that's what did If you do go back and watch. <laughs> so you're saying if it's anything, you're blaming <laughs> Adina. It's not good. <laughs> no, it's no, no, no. not good. If you go back and watch the Tony Award performance oh. from. You know what I'm talking it's about. Tough. It's tough. It's, it's a very tough. hard mountain to scale. It is. Um, and the girls have figured it out now. Now we know that mixing is a thing and we don't full voice that. Right. And that was just a different time, a different era. And I, I mean, I commend her for giving everything she had to it. I really do. She's a better woman than me. I, oh, I yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing about Adina is, and we love Adina. And I've we seen love I, every time Adina, Adina is on stage now, I go. I go see Adina's plays. I watch all of Adina's Matt, content. Matt, you and I went to go see Skin Tight. We, we went, went to, to go, go see, see Skin Tight. Play Skin Did tight. you see If Then? Yeah. I, I saw If Then. And I okay, thought If Then was Matt's okay. But literally all the televised performances of Adina, you can tell she gets nervous because yeah. it, because it's literally it's she obviously has the note but yeah. i i wonder if it's just when something is on television she feels nervous and maybe isn't breathing right or like gets ahead of it or something happens where it sort like- of falls apart on television but you know it's also it's it's a lot a hard thing to be clear i could not do it you totally you can't not. wait oh thanks girl uh i couldn't i couldn't do that can't wait to see cynthia though uh, okay renee you ready yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. This is Renee Raps. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. Hi, I don't think so, honey. To that bitch at French Customs, you still have me bent like about two weeks later. Here's why. I was doing fine. I had all my bags. I had all everything ready to go. When I was going into France, um, I was like, I was like, let me have all of my information. Right. Okay. And I had to get like a special little stamp because I was technically working. Well, I'm coming out of France. Okay. I'm going into London and I was yeah. technically working. I had to get a little extra stamp. Right. Yeah. She was like, she was like, do you know how long you're here? And I, I said, no, because I don't hold that information. I go wherever everybody else goes. I'm not a logistics person. We all know the <laughs> shows on my face. It's very, very clear as day, bitch. Okay. So I was like, fine. We get into a little tuft tift whatever and <laughs> and she's immediately not fucking with me and then next i go to the conveyor belt these two girls are just next to each other the conveyor belt they're like put your bags in here i'm like this bag doesn't close they're like put your bags in here i'm like it doesn't close it's going to fall out they're like okay put it in anyway and i was like mm, no took the bag with me through and then started freaking the fuck out because i was like i fucking hate french customs and i've always been a little bit skeptical of french people <laughs> I have. I think I've seen too much. <laughs> I was like, let me just fucking give everybody the benefit of the doubt. No, I actually didn't. Because then a bald man afterward tried to get in our fucking way and apparently was yelling at my mother. And you don't yell at my mother. No! I don't think so. I'm riveted. This was 
one minute and 40 seconds. Wait, I have to say, but we have to we have to know what happened. Did you eventually get through? Like, wait, what was it easy? Was it a hard process? I absolutely did get through. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, how long will you be here? You said, I don't fucking know. Yeah, well, because she had an attitude about her. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't really, Ugh. I was honestly, I was just being super transparent because I'm all about <laughs> transparency. And so I was like, why don't, and she was like, well, what are you here for? I said, work. She said, what kind of work do you do? I said, music. She said, okay, do you know what your, she was like, I thought you would have your paper. I was like, what paper? I was like, I gave you two pieces of paper. It's got to be on there. She was like, is this you on your paper? I was like, of course, that's me. I was like, it's a pasty little blonde bitch. It's me. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if someone's going to have an attitude, though, it's the person at French Customs. Yeah. Which also, like, valid and empathy extended, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's upset. Something about, I, I love London, the city. I love the British people. Same. But something about me flying into London the other day, yesterday even, this fucking flight attendant on British Airways oh. talking down to me like crazy and then goes, and then out of nowhere, I'm just, I'm trying to watch the last of us on my damn iPad, she goes, there's a reading light there. I don't know if you know that. She said, do you know that? The way she asked me, do you know that? I said, I turned her, I go, yeah, I know that. Like, don't fucking talk to me like this. Mm -hmm. Ever. In any class. I'm in business, thank you very much. <laughs> off of Universal Studios' dime. <laughs> but, like, something about Heathrow... These fucking customs people don't know how to look at this paper on and have to go through all their their little stamps. No. It's so weird. You want to know what's fucking crazy, actually? I was going to Berlin, so I guess German customs. I verbatim uh -huh. the question that I was asked. I was, oh, no. he, was like, he was like, how long are you here for? Again, I'm like, I don't know. Okay. I'm like, what did the people <laughs> in front of me say? Because I'm with them. So, And he was like, he was like, um, he asked me another question. I was like, sir, I'm, I'm just really not sure. And then he was like, how much money do you have with you? And I said, <gasps> money do I have with me? I don't really carry cash like that. Again, I'm fancy. Okay. So I'm like, I don't really have cash. I was like, I have a credit card. He proceeded to say, how much money is on your credit card? Incorrect. No. I yeah, I swear to God, I walked up to my mother and I was like, I I almost got into a tip where I was like about to really like come for somebody and like be... Yeah, not in, no, it's a wonder I didn't country. go to jail in France because the way I acted. Dumois. But. Hey, I'm in a French prison and Anon, please. <laughs> but um, Renee Rapp is here. <laughs> Anon, please, Anon, please. Soon. But yeah, I don't know. Soon. Soon. Everybody's Nikki from Hearth. Everybody's Nikki, Nikki from Hearth, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I truly. We're a lot of problems with other people, and you're like, maybe you should look inward. That's the thing. I've been looking inward. No, I just have issues with others. <laughs> Well, when someone's yeah, acting like Nikki from Hertz, like they can't, they can't be like surprised when they get treated like, exactly. like Nikki from Hertz. You know That's what I'm saying? I know. I'm thinking saucer. People <laughs> solicit conflict in order to test a boundary, period. So Nikki from Hertz is trying to fucking see where the boundary is. Look at the okay. way they're reacting to that, Bowen. You've, you've been mother on this app. <laughs> You just spoke. I, Period. I've never heard a more true statement in my you life. You really just spoke. Wow. Y'all, any of us would break Renee out of a, a French prison or a German one. I mean, we've been speaking so much on this episode, you might call it the film Women Talking. We've been speaking so much. This was almost the movie Women Talking. 
with how much women talked on this episode. And I feel as though a word was said many times, and I feel that we have been blessed as as what we can really call ourselves, Bella, a duo by this duo. A and duo. I see the future, and it is bright. It is very bright. These are stars. They're among us. They're with I us today. I see stars, so many stars tonight. Okay. Right. You ate. First right. Of all. <laughs> you I'm- could make diamonds, though. You are so beautiful. Wow. Kind of oh, you wow. Carry, actually. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even sing more because I'm too emotional. Because um, <laughs> this has been such an amazing app, wouldn't you say, Bo? This is. This has been an amazing episode. The energy is off the charts. I'm telling you. I see stars tonight. <laughs> I see stars tonight. Thank you so much, Renee and Aaliyah. We love you so much. This was great. Okay. So Ilya happy Millie, to talk girls. to you. Millie, we love you both. Thank you for having us. This oh was Oh my god. Fun. You got to be streaming the sex lives of college girls everybody. It's really fun and like it'll lift you, especially after an episode of The Last of Us that will destroy you. And both on HBO Max. <laughs> and um, listen to Renee's EP, everything that everyone. Oh, everything to everyone, which obviously everything to like, everyone is it's it's full. It's already of grace. a hit, but yeah, if you're not on it, get on it. Full Thanks, of grace. girl. If you're not obsessed with the way she sings, with the timbre of her voice when she oh. sings, it's easier to holding a grudge. Mm. You haven't really lived. Okay, and we end every episode with the song. I see stars, so many stars tonight. You could make diamonds, though. You are so beautiful. We're all stars. And the kick comes in. The choreo I actually never learned. I never actually learned. Look for that one in cinemas in 2028. Legend. Tina Fey. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.